What up, what up, what up, what up, though? Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of In Real Life with your girl, Siobhan. Yes, 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 yes. It's been a great experience doing these podcasts. Um, I wasn't expecting a gazillion people to listen, but I just viewed my stats and I was like, whoa, like people actually listened. So shout out to y'all. I'm glad that y'all enjoying it, however many it is. Even if it's just two people, I'm here to be a vessel and I don't focus on numbers, but just whoever needs to hear it. I always pray that whoever needs to hear it, they gonna hear it. And hopefully I be the light that God um, is through me. So with that all being said, y'all saw the title. We talking about identifying and discovering your gifts. Um, I thought that this was a really good <laughs> topic to talk about because... You know, a lot of people, especially millennials, especially, it don't even just have to be millennials, people in general, but people around my age are really, like, trying to figure out what they want to do. Because, you know, when I was younger, when I was, like, 12 and younger, I used to think 25 was grown, grown. Like, you grown. Oh, you real grown, right? And now I'm 25 and I'm looking around like, I didn't get this memo. (laughs) What is this? This is ghetto. But I have to realize that I'm living in a totally different world than my parents were living in. Like at 25, they could have a whole house and kids and cars and no debt for college. But here I am, 25, got a little bit of debt. Um, still just trying to work in my craft and get my career started. So, And I didn't choose the conventional career path. So with that being said, I'm kind of just an exception to the rule anyways. But it's not just me. Like people I know who went to school and it was hard to find find work. And you got a whole degree and it's like I don't spend four, five, six years in school. And where's the money? <laughs> where's it at? So um, I just want to talk about that. I'm going to share my testimony and before i start i just want to say that i'm not here to tell you what to do i'm just sharing my story and hopefully that can unlock some things that you probably already been feeling deep down in your spirit honey and um become more confident my goal with this specific episode is to help people become more confident in stepping out so let's get to it honey so um Everybody knows I'm, I am I am a creative, I'm a dancer, and um, I was blessed to know what I wanted to do when I was really young. Um, I remember laying in my mom's bed, and we were watching either the Nutcracker or the Rockets. I don't remember which one, but it was on TV. And I knew deep down in my little, little heart that I wanted to do that. I was like, Mommy, I want to do that. So she put me in the studio, and I danced from the age of four or five to about 13, 14, 15. I'd say about 15. Um, And within those years, right before I took a break, a hiatus on dance, that's when I started feeling like it was a chore. So that's why I stopped. But I would have continued. throughout high school had I not went through that whole what am I doing I hate dance this is ghetto um phase of my life so um 
trained in um, ballet, classical ballet, tap, jazz, gymnastics. I did gymnastics for like a year when I took off from dance. I wanted to actually pursue gymnastics um, seriously after dance, but my mom was not having it. She just liked me to dance more. She's like, gymnastics is so dangerous. And I'm like, dance is dangerous. I've injured my knee before. What are you talking about? So <laughs> that was something that um, I went through in high school. I decided to start dancing again, like 10th, 11th grade. That was an experience. I got into workshop, but it didn't really feel like I was in workshop. It was, um, it was really cliquish and just really segregated within the workshop. And I was only chosen to be in pieces that were group related because in workshop, you always, you usually have a choreographer that comes in and you essentially have to audition for um, their piece. So if it wasn't a group piece, most likely I wasn't in it. It was just a lot, like I didn't get along with one of the girls in workshop, which is really rare for me because like I get along with everybody so it was just a lot like i really started to hate dance like i didn't want to do it anymore um especially and then i felt a little behind because i had took off like two three years i think it was like two two years i took off so it was just a lot with that and i started to um doubt even going into dance professionally like at one point i wanted to be a ballerina ballerina i wanted to um, either dance for the Rockettes or dance in a, a ballet company, something along those lines. And um, once I took off those few years, I realized that most girls who want to be ballerinas, they start at the age of three and they don't stop. Like by 18, you should be looking into which which company you want to dance for and auditioning regularly and stuff. So I kind of just threw that way. <laughs> just threw the whole idea away y'all um so with that being said dance was kind of just like a hobby um around 11th or 12th grade I think it was 12th grade or the summer going into 12th grade my god sister and I started looking up careers that made you know the most money so she would come over my house or vice versa and we would just sit on our laptops and look up careers like the top 10 careers or the top 10 careers that are growing within the next 10 years you get the point so um i decided when i graduated from rennie um that <laughs> i want to go into environmental science i had a nick for recycling and clean just being clean like recycling just taking care of the earth and stuff like that so i was like why not be an environmental sciences so i was going to go to asu for environmental science but um tuition was too high honey so i stayed in michigan and um i went to wayne state university and <laughs> within the first week of school i knew that I didn't want to do that. I was like, uh, uh <laughs> I cannot be in this science hall every day. It's really depressing in here. No matter 
what and i still like have a niche for biology and chemistry like i'm kind of low-key into the sciences um i was good at it in school all throughout school um and i went to a private school for middle school so we learned bio we learned physics we learned those hard subjects in middle school i was taking finals in eighth grade like it was real life so um i I had a nick for it like I was pretty good at math I'm not gonna say I was a genius in it but I could do it and um comprehend it pretty well so I wanted to go into sciences so the next thing once I decided honey this ain't for me I decided to go into pre-nursing now I looked up types of nurses I knew I didn't just want to be a regular RN um and so I <laughs> I stumbled upon neonatal nurses. Now, if you don't know what that is, these are the nurses that um, predominantly work with the babies. And so by this time, I liked kids enough to be like, oh, I will work with kids. Like, I love kids. Uh, <laughs> and I saw that that would just, I thought that it would be a fun career to have. Um, I could be a nurse. I could make really good money and I could work with babies so I told my parents that I was changing my major and they were like um Siobhan what and my mom was like girl you that's gonna be a very stressful job usually you're working with the babies that are sickly and you don't want to get too attached to them and then they pass away and that's just really hard that's a stressful job and my daddy was just like girl you are not a nine to five you are not a 12 hour like that is not in your blood and I'm just looking around like so what y'all want me to do and um I was thankful to have support from my parents I know a lot of people don't know because I am in the arts most people don't have parents who are very supportive with them pursuing an art career that is like really rare but my parents pushed me to go into the arts like they really was like why aren't you dancing why why aren't you majoring in dance like they don't have a dance major there and i'm like are y'all serious like i ain't gonna make no money like i don't want to dance for real i don't really like it for real and i went through a phase all throughout college actually that like i didn't really like dancing this had this this was a combination of just like me not having enough um faith in in God, what he put in me, um, doubting myself as a dancer, as an artist, and the department that I was in. Because before I changed my major to dance, I was a dance minor. So I was already taking classes in order to, you know, go into the dance major. But I didn't really love the program either. So that was like icing on the cake for me. And I'm just like, I don't think I'm a dance. I might go into choreographing. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do like I still didn't know what I was gonna do <laughs> I was fifth year so um I changed my major halfway through college it was my junior year and that's when um no actually my senior year my fourth year was the first year that I was a dance major um and I had to do an extra year after that so um I'm very thankful to have parents who wholeheartedly supported my career and was like go do what god gave you like use the gift that god gave you um 
so the next point I wanted to talk about was realizing that like the gifts like whatever you want to do and it doesn't have to be something that everybody sees like a platform type thing because I understand and I wanted to talk about this actually that um person your personality trait is very important when you're discovering your gifts and I used to think I only had one gift like dance is all I knew how to do it wasn't until college that I discovered that like I'm really into the arts in general like I'm into film I would love to be a director at one point in my life I'm uh, of course I dance um, I'm into poetry I love spoken word I've written a few pieces that some people actually love um, and I'm into like speaking in general so it didn't <laughs> I didn't really find this out until like my my fourth or fifth year of college like I just thought that I was a one-trick pony like all my artistic friend most of my friends are artistic so I'm like, oh, you could do this, you could do that. I got a friend that's an actor. She does hair. She does makeup. I got a friend that's a dancer. She does she does um, makeup as well. Like, why do y'all have all of these multiple gifts? And I'm just sitting over here like, oh, duh, 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 I dance. Like, <laughs> that really bothered me for a long time. And God started revealing to me other gifts that I had. So, um, I, I, I quickly realized that you know society teaches us like you go to school you go to college you get a job you do that job until you retire and then you retire and live your best little life and wrong answer that is foolishness god gave us plenty of gifts and i don't think he wanted us to stick in one field forever until like for 30 years like i think that your life goes through phases where like you might be doing something for 10 years and then you might change your mind and develop a new um a new talent or a new interest for something else for five years or maybe two years like I don't think there's a set amount of time like you do this job for 30 years and then you retire and get your social security check and just live your best little life no um I truly believe in like first of all having multi <laughs> ways of income and secondly just doing wherever God leads you to do like doing whatever he whatever you have a desire for that's most likely God telling you that like this is your gift this is what you're good at so get into the personality traits you have extroverts you have ambiverts and then you have introverts I am an ambivert so that means that I have both equally i have both traits of introverts and extroverts i can be extroverted i i don't mind talking to people i'm very good with um socializing i don't have a problem speaking up and speaking out um when i go out if i'm at like some type of party like i love to dance that's me but i also have moments where i'm just like okay i don't want to talk to nobody i just want to be in my in my bed in my head alone i don't want to hear no voices i don't want to hear you breathe i don't even want to hear the blink of your eyelids right now um and that can last for sometimes months so my trait is i have the the perfect balance of both but if you are introvert introverts feel left out because they are very observant people there's nothing wrong with them because introverts 
extroverts seem to think that introverts are like sad or like depressed or going through stuff and it's like no they just are people who like to observe and take in before they say something extroverts they in your face they like hey what's up what we doing like and in, in a world where we live with social media, extroverts are put more on a platform than introverts because <laughs> they just out there. Like, that that's the platform for them. You are scrolling, you're looking, you're listening. So, introverts may feel like they don't really have any gifts, quote-unquote. And that is the absolute wrong answer. That is the opposite. Like, introverted people... Um, I believe are most likely better at seeing what the extroverts don't see. Um, They might be better at calculating. They might be better with um, behind the scenes um, things. And I'm not saying introverted people are not people who are in the spotlight either. I'm not saying that. But usually they are like, I'm not going to say they're the only brains of whatever, but they can take in information and make it work. Um, so if you figure out your personality trait and, um, also a good thing to identify your gift is to take like a intelligence, um, it's seven types of intelligence. And if you take the intelligence type test, you can figure out what type of intelligence you have. And usually you already kind of know by looking at the list of them. But if you take the test, then you will realize that like, okay, well, I'm good with working with people. I have the gift. Like some people seriously have a gift of hospitality. <laughs> like they really good at taking care of people and making sure they're okay. Like that's a gift. Cause most of the time I'll be like, leave me alone. Um, and then you have people who are just really great with just because pause just because a person like is good in math and science and all of that does not mean that they're good with people like people just think that math and science and school related things they're really smart and they're really like outgoing and they're going to do great in life like okay cool we need our math and science people but we also need people to be able to relate to people um and to work with people and take care of people and make people laugh and uplift people the i believe they are called the in interpersonal intelligence i think intrapersonal is when you are really good at like focusing on yourself and analyzing and self-discovery interpersonal is more so of um you're good with people so um i say all of this to say that when you you are discovering your gifts most of y'all know what y'all want to do and it might be in the arts that's where i came from so i'm gonna speak on that um you have to be willing to step out um and that's with anything even if you don't think you're good enough or whatever the case may be you have to be willing to navigate through fear um and you also have to realize that god when when i started getting deeper in my relationship with god and um i knew that i was going to be leaning more towards speaking i was terrified i'm like i don't want to do this but god is telling me to do this but i don't really want to do this like i don't want to speak in front of people i don't want to do it god is gonna but secretly i did want to do it and let me tell you why because um 
I don't mind speaking, but I also don't like the spotlight. It's a weird thing. Like, I'll speak if I have to. Um, I feel like this podcast is a perfect thing for me. Like, you don't see me. You only hear my voice. I don't have to be in the spotlight. It's great. But, um, I felt like I was pulled in that direction because it really is a part of my personality. Like, I'm great with people. So, because I have this ambiverted personality where I'm balancing on the scale, um, the introverted part of me is like, "Mm -mm, don't do that. But the extroverted part of me is like, so this is what you, this is what you was made to do. (laughs) What are you talking about? It's a battle for me. Um, I think that like stepping out in whatever you want to do, you may want to start a nonprofit. You may want to, this is random stuff. You may want to be a gardener. Um, you may be, you may want to be a veterinarian. Like I have a friend that's going to school to be a veterinarian. I think that's amazing. Like what? I have friends that are engineers. Like what? You have a real big adult job. Like (laughs) you have a grown up job. (laughs) I'm not saying mine isn't grown up, but like, it's definitely different. Like you go to a nine to five, you wear suits, you talk to people, you have meetings. Like this is real life for you. My my journey is a little bit more I don't know what's gonna happen um two weeks from now. Like so with that being said, you have to be able to navigate through fear. Um you also have to be able to let God use you in it because we just want everything to go according to plan and like his plan is better than our plan when we're going we're when we're going through the journey to get to our destination. Um, and that's where I'm at right right now. Like, yes, I decided to go for dance solely career wise, but I'm not like fully, I'm not going to say I'm not fully confident, but sometimes I get scared. Like that's just a part of the process, but I'm learning to navigate through that fear because God literally taking care of me all the way up to this moment. So, um, I wanted to point out. I want you to look at Philippians chapter 2 verses 12 through 13 and um the the 13th verse talks about God working in us to do his will. Now his in that verse was put in by the translators. It wasn't in the original Greek text. And I just want to point out that God gave us desires. And because you think that, like, maybe you just get into your faith for real and you think you have to go into something that is that is in ministry, that, no. God wants us to be, we are a body and it's different parts to the body. And you don't have to be in ministry in order to minister or share God's light in this world. Like, you can be the light in, quote unquote, secular places. Um, and that's what I feel like my my journey is. Um, I thought I was supposed to be full-blown in ministry, but I'm starting to realize some things, some things that I can't tell y'all yet, but um, that he wants me to be out in the world and share his light in in the dark places. Um, so whatever you have a desire to do and you t- you like, you've been thinking about it for a few months, a year, forever, um, don't be afraid to step out. Like, you don't want to be 50 60 years old and i'm not saying you know it's it's never too late it's really not but you don't want to get to a certain age and be like i should have would have could have 
when you could do it right now. You could start right now. So, I hope that helps somebody. That's my story. If y'all want me to talk, expound on it a little bit more, please let me know. It's been great. It's been real. Please share. Um, I don't know if you can subscribe, but I think you could subscribe or become a member on Podbean for me. This will also be on Apple Podcasts. Whoop, whoop. And, um, yeah, share this, comment, all of that great stuff. I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.